Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bullpen. We have conservative, former congressional candidate, Mr. Joe Collins III. Good day, sir. Welcome back to Indisputable. How are you? Man, I'm doing very well. Good to be here. Good to see you again, my brother. Always good to see you, brother. Even though we are politically opposite in many ways, you do try to bring your party, the conservative party, uh, to some realizations they may not readily see. So I respect you for that. Today, we're going to chop it up about Donald Trump and the potential indictment. I don't know what you believe or think about this issue. I will allow you to give us your sentiment and then opine. Uh, well, uh, when it comes to this Donald Trump indictment, this one specifically, uh, as much as I don't agree with the, with the merits of the case, I don't think that this, this, this DA should have brought it. And the reason why is because once you say that you're going to indict Trump or going to go after Trump, it allows an opportunity to use that to raise his profile in the media and you know increase his fundraising. So I think if stopping Donald Trump was your goal, then maybe you shouldn't have uh, you know tried to bring a case, especially this one, when trying to connect the dots with the evidence um, is it, going to be as difficult as possible. However, I do think it's a great thing. I think it's really, really good because if people, especially in the Republican Party, are going to support Donald Trump on this indictment or any other case that they might potentially bring. Uh, to him across the country, I think this is going to give us a really good opportunity to start addressing how we can move forward with uh, with police reform. Because never in the history of the United States has the judicial system went after a white man this much. Let me ask you this question. I think it's really interesting what you just laid out here. Do you believe what Trump did was illegal? Not not necessarily, no. I think it happens a lot, especially when you have billionaires or entertainer or people in the business world. Um, I think those confidentiality agreements and people getting paid off for certain things is it's kind of the norm as long as it comes with the contract. Do you know what he is accused of doing that is deemed statutorily illegal? Um, you know what? The, in my opinion, I think the the way the case is being brought is kind of murky. On one hand, they say that he is, uh, you know, paying hush money to, uh, to, to a prostitute or a stripper or whatever Stormy Daniels is. And on another end, I heard they were trying to connect the dots with some type of accounting or booking practices. Well, both would be appropriate. Number one, you have a statutory violation in paying off someone, giving them uh, money in order to give you a thing of value for the sake of running your campaign. That is illegal, Joe. That's against the law. And you can ask a person like uh, John Edwards, former US Senator, ran for president twice. He got indicted over doing the exact same thing. His attorneys argued that Mr. Edwards, the former Senator, was in fact simply paying off the person to save the embarrassment from his wife who was dying of cancer. That was their argument. And that argument was not a successful argument. But remember, he was charged for the same thing. So when you say you don't really believe it's illegal because a lot of people do it, Joe, think about this, dear brother. Uh, it doesn't matter if more people do it. It doesn't make it any less uh, legal or illegal. It's either statutorily legal or it's illegal. Which one? And I think you are 
you have enough independence in you, dear brother, to clearly say what Donald Trump did was illegal. Now, you may be able to argue selective prosecution, but you can't say what he did was not illegal. So I submit the question one more time. Do you believe Donald Trump did something illegal? Not, not necessarily. The reason why is because the main factor in this entire case would have to be Michael Cohen. Even when Michael Cohen testified before Congress, he had a check that said, this is a check that Donald Trump wrote uh, for $130,000, whatever the case may be, but the check was written to Michael Cohen. Michael Cohen was the one who paid off Stormy Daniels or who paid Stormy Daniels, whatever the case may be. Um, and then Stormy Daniels, I think her credibility is shot as well because prior to the incident, she was trying to shop around the story that her and Donald Trump had slept together. But before then, she also had a statement that says they never slept together. But Michael Cohen in itself, he got locked up for lying. Um, <laughs> but isn't that interesting, Joe? That My Michael Cohen. We're trying to connect those dots, it's, it's going to mm. be. Well, that's up for a jury. So a jury is the fact finder in the case. The theory of the yep. prosecution is that uh, Donald Trump, the former president, engaged in illegal activity. You have to remember, Michael Cohen gets indicted. Uh, he has a co-conspirator that's unnamed in the indictment. Who's the co-conspirator? Mm -hmm. It was Donald Trump. Donald Trump is an unnamed co-conspirator in the indictment. And the reason he was listed as an unnamed co-conspirator is because at that time he was president of the United States of America. Cohen gets a criminal penalty. If you believe Cohen when he said, here's how it happened, believe Cohen when he tells the rest of the story. Cohen said clearly, this was a payoff. It has a signature. It has a financial record. You are able to forensically check all of this out. So now you're arguing a defense, and that's quite different, brother, than arguing if it is legal or illegal. But let me move on to another potential indictment. Fulton County, Fonnie Willis, the district attorney. This was another grand jury situation, special purpose grand jury, to look at if Donald Trump committed a law violation of trying to get Raffensperger and others to change the outcome of the election. What are your thoughts about that investigation and possible indictment? Uh, I think that's a stronger case than the Manhattan DA case because, yeah. you know, when he had the phone call and he said, you know what, you got to find some votes or whatever, um, you, you, can, you can frame that argument as if he's saying, do what you have to do in order to ensure uh, that I win. But, but then again, I think that the, the district attorney has to make a convincing or compelling case to, to the jury for them to be able to prosecute. I'm impartial uh, on the matter. Um, you know, but looking looking black and white and trying to you know determine if the law is going to be on the side of the, uh, the the prosecution is is what I'm trying to gauge. But even then, I couldn't even tell you what Trump's defense is going to be. I mean, he'd tell you on his rallies, "Oh, it was a perfect call," or whatever the case may be. However, if the DA can frame that call to make it seem like Donald Trump was trying to you know, hand or dog whistle to the governor, find me some votes, we got to win this election, then I think that's going to give them more ammunition to prosecute Donald Trump than, than the case in Manhattan. Do you believe that a former president should be prosecuted if they committed crimes either before, during, or after political office? Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely do. And the reason why is because, you know, even the Bible says that there is no man greater than another man but the law applies to everybody just because you're a presidential candidate or you have been a president of the United States. It doesn't give you, you know, some type of qualified immunity to where right. you can run rapid and do whatever you want to, you know, in society. That's right. That is what the Bible says. Did you ever support Donald Trump? 
I like Donald Trump. Yeah, I think Donald Trump, you know, he did he did a lot of great things for this country. I think his policies are great, but I can't say that I was too fond of the Twitter fingers. You know, I'm never a okay. huge fan of people who talk a lot of trash over the internet. I'd prefer he'd probably make a video and come out or say it to somebody's face. But, mm. you know, that his mouth is what got him in a lot of trouble, which is why I think that, you know, even if they don't die for anything, that post he made about death and destruction in a baseball bat, I think that's going to get him hemmed up on a terrorist threat charge. Well, he led an insurrection against the United States government. You know, that was bad too, Joe. Mm-hmm. See, that, that's murky as well because- It's murky? The FBI, yeah, the FBI prior to the J6 committee said that it was already pre-planned and Donald Trump didn't have anything to do with it. And then, you know, one of the biggest things that the Justice Department uh, does, they leave out exculpatory evidence. You know, when Donald Trump got up there and he even said, you know, his speech, he said, you're going to peacefully- you know, march and protest and let your voice be heard. He never said going to the Well, he double talked and the government did not leave that out. You have to remember, this is open to the public. That speech is a public speech. Everybody has the ability to access it. Courts can do that as well because it is in the public view. Now, the question is, when Donald Trump told them to go to the Capitol, that he will be with them, all right, when he attempted to coerce his vice president and others to manipulate the Constitution, destroy rule of law, violate statutory code, what he did all of that. Do you not believe, dear sir, that that was pointing in the direction of treason against the United States government? I'm not 100 percent certain if I would call that treason, but, you know, desperate men do desperate things. If, if the judicial system is treason, then, you know, I'm going to support the judicial system because I know if it was me and they were coming after me, if I did, they're going to be like that. That man did that. So but let's, uh, let's do this that up to, the, to the jury. Let's take a step back, brother. You don't have mm-hmm. to exert your power behind the power of another fictional group like a make-believe jury. Let's be very <laughs> clear about what happened. Donald Trump led domestic terrorists to overthrow the government and would have been happy if they succeeded. He also spent four years as president radicalizing that very group by dog whistle, direct engagement, giving them proclamations of protection in his own speeches, dear sir. So he is responsible. It is amazing to me, Joe, that the party that preaches uh, accountability and responsibility for disenfranchised groups, all of a sudden, they do not have that language for a privileged ass white man. How does that make sense? It doesn't, but we see the hypocrisy, you know, across politics uh, every single day, all day. You know what I would have done if I if I was preaching that Joe Biden is the worst president or Democrats are the worst, you know, uh, party in history. I would have accepted that L and let the American public see. And I've been pointing it out. See, I told you. See, I told you. But you know, everybody doesn't think the same. But um, let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about the policies because under Donald Trump, you have a record deficit. Under Donald Trump was your beginning of inflation. Under Donald Trump, you have your interest rates starting to get out of control because of his mishandling of COVID and a few other items. You also have less actual money come to African-American homes. While there's technically more jobs available, those jobs did not pay the bills. So you had more employment, less money. Household median income for African-Americans dropped under the leadership of President Donald Trump. Policy by policy, these dynamics did not work. The tariffs, which became de facto taxes, his um, war basically with China over products, right? All of this adversely impacted who? Us, Americans, especially those that worked in agriculture communities. So what policies are you referring to when you say that you like Donald Trump, you just didn't like his Twitter fingers? 
Well, I think when you talk about, you know, the regular things such as energy independence, you talk about job market growth, you talk about economy growth. Uh, those are a few things that we can talk about. But I think that we can't, uh, you know, take the, the, the burden off of, of the Fed and quantitative easing that they started. And it started way before Donald Trump had got into office. I think when they were trying to uh, ease the quantitative easing and or, or stop the Fed from putting more money into the uh, into our economy, then that's when our economy started to, to, to get bad. You know, the interest rates started to go up. That money has to get paid back. So I don't think that I can put that full burden directly on the president. OK, like so how much the man was president. Joe Biden at this point? The man was president for four years. You all refuse mm -hmm. to attribute the economy to Trump after four years of him being president. But after two years and some change of Biden, you all squarely attribute the current economic dynamic to him. <clears throat> but four years of Trump, you all refuse to make any blame uh, toward him. I don't understand it, brother. Help me make sense of this. <laughs> we need we need more economists. We need more accountants <laughs> in, in office. You know, so so they can I don't know about that under control. Yeah, we don't we don't have a lot of them. We don't even have a lot of business owners. We have a lot of people who uh, who are from the streets or who think that they know politics or policies. They just yeah, but Donald Trump country over. Donald Trump led this country to a record deficit. Can you at least say that? <laughs> I can't I can't honestly make that assertion. I couldn't make it about sir. Joe Biden, it is a Donald fact, Trump, sir. It is a fact. Dear sir, we can debate a point of view and opinion. We can't debate facts, Joe. Come on, man. Brush up on your skills, dear brother. I appreciate you being on the show. <laughs> Tell people how they can follow you. And Absolutely. Yep, you can follow me on all social media platforms at Joe E. Collins number three. My website is Joe E. Collins number three dot com. All right. Always a pleasure, man. We appreciate you being on. Like